The City Life app enables you to listen to Sunday messages and even explore the Bible while listening. Stay up to date with church life through our Connect section and much more. Download the City Life app today. Welcome to the City Life podcast. Our desire is to make Jesus known. We pray that these messages will help equip you to become a follower of Jesus who is empowered to influence and shape culture. Enjoy the message. I want you to get your Bibles, your Bible apps out and open them up to the book of Galatians chapter 3 verse 25. Galatians 3, 20, not, not 25, 26. If you get around that area, I'll tell you where to go later. But hold that. Galatians 5, excuse me, Galatians 3, 26. Uh, you know, everyone has a story. And every story is worth hearing. We all um, really want to other people to know about our stories because when we share our stories it actually comes back and and brings life back to us and he, even when we hear other people's stories it brings life to us i i love i love listening to your stories that's one thing i love to do is i love to sit down and just hear your story i like to also hear about your successes and your failures your victories and your pain and how god steps in just at the right time in fact i want to be candid with you that's one of the things i love about city life is because People around here just share very open. Now, every summer we have a little tradition around here, and I prepare a brief series of messages called What's Your Story? And it's time for it again this year. We do it a little different every year, but, but it, it's always a terrific time to hear stories from the people that we go to church with. And today is the first of our three What's Your Story? messages from people in this church. And I want to tell you, I love this church. Do you love your church? Yeah, and I'm not talking about the building. Some people say the church is a building. Well, no, I'm talking about you because city life is people, not a building. Uh, I, I don't love buildings. Um, I love the people in the building. And so here we try to act like family, like people in a building, not a business. We don't try to act like a, a corporation. You see, a business is where you have those who are low on the org chart and high on the chart, the privileged ones and the less privileged ones. That's where you have to act and dress professional and you have to really walk in the door like acting like you got it all together and you know you don't you know but around here it's not about measuring up to image it's not about measuring up to rules or attire or or making other people think that you're something that you know in your heart you really aren't see this isn't about performance performance is the job here it's family so at city life what we do is we just we've actually preferred to set up our church through what I would call the Jesus version of church. Isn't that not a good idea? It's like, let's, let's use Jesus as the way to do it. I, I like what Jesus says. Uh, he, he says these words in Matthew chapter 11, and this is in the message version. I love this passage. It says, he says, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Then come to me. Get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. He said, I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. See, church should never be what you have to deal with on the job Monday through Friday. So God's image of the church really is, is a family. It's this family. It's, and I want you to picture this huge family sitting around this giant table at a holiday celebration. 
And at that table, you have the success, you have the successful, and you have the failures. You have the young, and you have the old. You have the quirky, and then you have the pleasant. You have the obnoxious, and you have the gracious. Some people use manners, some don't. Some may be at the table with broken bones, and other people at the table with broken hearts, and they're just limping through life. And in this setting that I'm describing, failure does not force you away from the table. No one is, has to prove that they're good enough. You're just in the family. In fact, around here, none of us are good enough because we're family. We're ugly and we're beautiful all at the same time. I like to say it. City Life Church is family. See, institutions think about status and rank and about impressing one another and about image and performance. And if you don't measure up, then you're driven out. But in family, how do you get status? Well, you're born into it. <laughs> and in fact, here, here's the interesting thing. If a sick person in a family or, or a hurting person in a family, if they're suffering, they actually get more care. In the institution, if you're sick, you're out. You understand? See, family is what a church should resemble. Uh, here, but, you know, I, I also know the truth. I mean, every, every church shoots for this ideal church, and uh, every church misses the mark. And I, I'll just be the very first to say, I'm the pastor here, City Life misses the mark, too. We, we don't have it because we're not perfect. <laughs> no church is perfect at it because it's filled with imperfect people, but we're striving to be like Jesus, and we keep Jesus at the foundation, you, you see? So we're trying. <laughs> but see, our goal is just to simply be a family under the leadership of Jesus. But in spite of our very obvious imperfection, there's safety in the household. Why? It's because we watch out for each other. We don't judge one another. There's safety in the household because as a healthy family, we celebrate our differences and we love each other. In fact, family, that's actually who we rest with. We just chill with family, like what Jesus said. It's who we hang with. It's who we sit at the feet of Jesus with. Even at City Life, we have some house rules. You know, if we don't call this the house, I'd rather call this instead of the church. I like to call it the house, you know. But, but, but at the house, we have some house rules. And like, for example, if you serve uh, in the house on a Sunday, then you also have to rest. And we call it feed and be fed, which, which, which means we have to find a way. If you're going to be serving, then other times you're going to be resting. Because if you don't rest at the feet of Jesus and all you do is task, then you're actually not even really participating in the life of the family. You know, I, I need to rest with my church family, and I, I practice that as well, just like I did a couple of Sundays ago when Preston got up here and preached. That's family, you know? City life, we're family, and I love this family. And then the truth is, you might get gripey and grumpy with one another every once in a while. That happens, but, but in family, you always come back to each other because family is actually who you connect with. It's who you link up with. See, connect, you know, you hear it all the time. It's an important word around here. We use it all the time because, because if, if, what it means to be connected, it just means that you're not going to hold on to some type of disagreement or hurt or some issue. Instead, we simply make the choice around here to build a bridge and not burn a bridge. You know, some people, they, they move from church to church, congregation to congregation. And I'll, I'll just say, I mean, I'm a pastor's kid. I've been in this thing all my life. I've seen it going on for 51 years. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I'm old. And, and, but one of the biggest reasons I've seen that people leave churches is because 
they either get embarrassed because they messed up and they felt like people were going to look down on him, which, which is, is horrible. That's not what we're about. And the other reason is because someone looked at him or said something funny to him and they got mad and said, well, that's it. Fine, have it your way. I'm out of here. I'm going to go down the road. And then, then another year later, they go down to the next one. They completely forget that your own family is 10 times weirder than this family. <laughs> and they're even more rude. So let's try to be a healthy family. And I think we are. In fact, that's one of the things I like about us. Fam- family is who we connect with. And that's one of the reasons we even have these things that Preston Works was calling connect groups. Uh, it gives you the opportunity to get to know some other folks and find your family within the family. Because that's who we are. City life. We're just a big happy family. We like to celebrate. And it, it could just be throwing like a, a birthday party for Jack, the homeless guy, like some of you guys did a, a few months ago. And I was out of town. You guys threw this huge party for him at a restaurant. And he just loved every minute of it. And he told me the other day, that's one of the highlights of his, of, of his spring is the party that city lifers throw for him each year. We love celebrating around here because family is just the people that you celebrate with. A few weeks ago, it was Father's Day, and, and uh, my family celebrated with me, but, but I really wanted to celebrate with my 85-year-old dad. I was there with him to the, a few days prior to Father's Day, and uh, my dad's a Korean War veteran. He's an 85-year-old retired pastor, and, and I know how much he loves uh, talking about his times at war. So for Father's Day, I celebrated with him, and I gave him this card, and I let, inside the card was all these details that I'm going to be taking him to the National Korean War Museum in September to celebrate, and he's so excited, and I am too. And, and, and we have our tickets, we have our reservations, and we're just going to go celebrate together, and we're going to have fun just because we're family. That's what family does. And city life is, is like family. Now, we, around here, we will just make up an excuse to have a party and to celebrate. We'll figure out something. Like, let's have a party. About why? Well, we'll figure out a good reason, you know. Yet at the same time, we live in a very, very imperfect and troubled world because tragedies happen, sickness and accidents and death and relational fractures and financial loss. And, and when you're suffering, the safest people to be around is Family. Because family is who you also mourn with. In fact, I'll tell you, the deepest family bonds that happen is when you go through the fiery trials and heat together. And when you cry on each other's shoulder and you encourage one another and, and you, you walk with each other through dark days and that's when the family actually becomes stronger. You see, in a healthy family, you're not judged if you're hurting. Instead, you're embraced. When you get to know some of the other people around City Life and some of the people here in the City Life family, you'll begin to walk with others when they mourn, and they'll walk with you when you're mourning. And you won't be alone anymore. Because we're family. In fact, the best support system should be your family. Because life is tough, and we all go through really challenging times. But in our family, we support each other, and we need each other, because family is actually who we support the most. I guess you could call me the head of the City Life family. And so one of the things that I try to do is I try to create an atmosphere of grace and peace. Grace and peace. That's what I try to do. I don't tell you about it all the time, but that's instinctively what I'm doing constantly. And, and, and it's because, because I, I, I desire as kind of the, the daddy of the family, don't call me Father Tim, please don't. But, uh, but at City Life, we don't like to call people out all the time and pick at them and criticize and tell people off and 
point out their flaws because that's not actually an atmosphere of support. Instead, what we do is we love one another. We'll gently confront one another and love and grace and peace is what we strive for in the midst of it. See, support occurs when we just stick with each other. In fact, at City Life, we actually believe that the presence of God, which is many, many times people come and say, oh, I just really feel God here. Why is that? And why I just feel something here? Well, that's the presence of God. You're feeling God. But the, we, we believe this, though, because we, we're a Bible-based church, and so we believe what the Bible says about that because it says that the presence of God, having more of the presence of God, is actually directly tied to how we relate to one another and our attitudes toward each other. Did you know that? It's important. In fact, one of our four main core values, one of them is called, is called presence. And not like giving gifts to one another at Christmas, but presence, the presence of God and the presence of the family. And, and, and this actually speaks regarding how a healthy family should treat one another. And it's, it's built into who we are. It's one of our main values. It says, presence says, we highly value the presence of God while striving to walk in unity and harmony with one another. And there's, there's a sub-point under this, an explanation I want to listen to. I'm just going to read part of it. It says, we know that without the presence of God, we're wasting our efforts. And that's important because we need God. We don't want to just be a convention center. Therefore, we call upon the Holy Spirit to be present and active both in our lives and in our gatherings. Knowing that God blesses certain settings with his glory, we choose to embrace one another. And part of it is this. And this is the part I want to emphasize today. We choose to stand with one another through both the joys and the sorrows of life, as well as through successes and failures. Any of you who have been here, let's just say you've been here four plus years. Would you do a favor for me to lift your hand? There's a few of you out there. You've been around City Life four plus years. Is this truth, what I just said? Is it truth? Okay. You see, everyone here is family. God uses family and a family atmosphere just to encourage people. Guys, I want us to stay connected. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying some of you may be tempted to run away. And uh, don't run away from home. Don't leave your family because you feel misunderstood. Because we are family. And maybe the home you came from was a home that was filled with strife and backbiting and abuse and, and hatred. And, and, and maybe the terminology dysfunctional family was actually created based upon your family who knows but your image of family as a mixed up mess isn't God's plan and God can heal your heart and this can be the family you've never had but again like even reads that it's your choice you get to choose in this case now I want you to look in your Bibles at Galatians chapter 3 verse 26 because, see, City Life is a local spiritual family. But the beauty of it is we're actually part of the largest family on the face of the earth, and that large family is called Christianity. Paul said these words in Galatians chapter 3, verse 26. He said, in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There, there is no Jew or Gentile, which means, here's, here's the beauty of it. Your race, your ethnicity doesn't matter. 
There's neither slave nor free. What does that mean? Your socioeconomic level doesn't matter. It says there's neither male nor female. You can figure that one out on your own, all right? For you are all one in Christ. If you belong to Christ, then you're Abraham's seed, and you are heirs according to the promise. That you means you're an heir of everything that's in the Bible. Hey, guys, I'm a part of this massive family, and it's not a perfect family. We all mess up, but we bear with one another as a healthy local church, a healthy family. I mean, you put up with your weird uncle just like... You know, in a healthy family, you put up with your weird uncle. And here, in a, and in a healthy family, you, you deal with disruptive babies because the babies cry at all the wrong times. You know, I had three, and thank God they grew up. But they, they poop on themselves, and they spit up on themselves, and they, they spit up on you, and it's, it's, it's gross. And they poop on you, too. They do. They do. And you yell, yuck, ugh, but you don't slap them around. You don't demand an apology for that baby before you'll ever be nice to them again. Neither do you leave the family. Well, that's it. I've had it with you pooping on me. I'm out. Don't you dare put spit up on my nice shirt again. Preston Woody spit up so much on me. Church days. It's like, don't hand me that kid at church. You know, the city life, we're just kind of stuck with each other. If we focus our eyes on each other, expecting corporate perfectionism and forced smiles, then we move into what we call, what I would just call stale religion. I don't want that. Instead, at City Life, we don't focus our eyes on each other. We focus our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, because City Life is family. No family, though, operates and functions well just on a weekly lecture from dad either. Nor does a healthy church operate solely upon a weekly sermon. And in no way am I diminishing the preaching of God's word at all but each of us in the family have a responsibility to bring health to this family and that's what happens when we relate to one another outside of this little hour on sunday mornings that's one of the reasons why we have connect groups and it's an important part of us where you can find your family within the larger family because our family continues to grow here at city life Today is what we call connect group sunday it's twice a year we carve out a little time in our service to help you find a connect group and uh, I've even cut my message short, so you're going to have time to interact after the message and not feel any rush to get out. Because connect groups are really where the real fun begins at City Life. I have a little saying I say around here in the mornings. We usually say this around prayer time or after prayer or in one of the group gatherings. I say, guys, let's just haul off and have a good time today. And that's what I love to do. It's, but, but the real fun is when you get into those connect groups because it's where you, again, find your family within the bigger church family with people you can grow with and socialize with and build life with. And, and you know, if you hang out with the folks for a while and you're like, man, these guys are just a little, I don't know if I really fit in. Well, then you can just move, you, you get into a different group. Try Stick with it for a while, but if it doesn't work, you, there are more groups that will always be coming up. They meet maybe two to four times a month. To be in a connect group, you don't have to be a member of the church. You don't even have to believe. Here's the, here's the, you don't even have to believe anything that I preach. You might say, I don't believe anything that you preach, so I can't be in a group. Oh, yes, you can, because here at City Life, you don't have to believe to belong. Around here, we keep the main thing, the main thing, and that is Jesus. Jesus let people belong before they ever believed. You might be thinking, well, I'm busy. Well, so is everybody else in this church. We live in the city. <laughs> Because that's not a problem, though, because we have a quite a variety of groups. It meets at different times in different places. So today's your day to find that.
family within the family. But before we move to there, I have a hope that you'll make sure that you're in the larger family, the family of God that I just read about in the scriptures. Will you please not move at this time? No one move, and I want you to close your eyes and focus internally. Maybe you've never truly experienced family like what I just described, and maybe you've never even surrendered your life to Jesus. Possibly you've drifted from God, and if you want to know the Jesus that I always talk about, you want a new beginning, you want to be part of the worldwide family of Jesus Christ, then I want to give you an opportunity to respond. And if you'd like to be included in my closing prayer, if you'd like to surrender your life totally and completely to Jesus, I'm simply going to ask you to lift your hand at the count of three in just a moment, because faith is when we respond outwardly to what's happening on the inside. Hey, listen here. Jesus loves you more than you can imagine, and he died for you so that you can have life and everything can change today. One, two, three. Please lift your hand so I can connect my faith with yours right now. If you want to pray this prayer with me and receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, please lift your hand for me. Thank you. Who else? You guys can put your hands down. And here's what I'm going to ask you to do. If you raised your hand, I'd like for you to stand up along with everyone else in the auditorium. This congregation of believers, I'm going to ask you to pray these words with me. And as you pray these words with me, we're joining the worldwide family of Jesus Christ. Dear Jesus, thank you for dying for my sin. I believe you're the Son of God. Please forgive my sins. Today I give up my past. And I embrace the future that you have for me. Thank you for making me a part of your family. Thank you for giving me hope. <laughs> In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, listen, if you City Life is able to continue making Jesus known through the consistent investments of many. If you would like to invest financially into the vision, you can do so at citylifecenter.org. Simply select the giving option that works best for you. Thank you for listening to this week's message from City Life Church. You can stay connected through Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We look forward to seeing you on Sunday.